You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your homesteads or wherever the heck you're listening to this podcast. We don't judge here, but the government does at this time, so you should probably be at home. I'm your host, A.G. Andrews of GeesFromTheCouch.com, back with you as we continue to navigate this sportsless landscape that we have walked in, keeping comfort however we can in these trying times. I have a key to co-host. There she is. That's good work, Jasmine. You can take the rest of the show off. So, yeah, we have a bit to talk about. At least on my end, um, I'm going to be going over just the starting point for the, I don't want to call it a replacement because it's not going to fully replace the baseball that's being lost, but I am going to go over the plans for simulating the season uh, according to Out of the Park Baseball 21, which I have been testing the past couple days. Uh, just want to give a shout out to Guzman's Jerry Curl on Twitter, who is doing something similar with the show. Um, Guzman is posting updates on Twitter. So if you want to follow them, uh, check them out. I do plan on live streaming this on Twitch. And once we get everything ironed out with that, I will have some more details on how y'all can follow this. Cause I, I'm going to try my best to mimic the schedule as much as possible. Just so there's something we can talk about on Twitter because <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but baseball was a lot of what I talked about. So kind of finding it hard to fill it in with stuff that isn't just, hey, I hope you're not virus sick. So we're going to go into that in the second half, but there is a little bit of news from baseball that we can talk about right now. And that is the fact that um, Ronald Bloom of the Associated Press reported earlier today that Major League Baseball is considering skipping its amateur draft, which is currently scheduled for June 10th to 12th, and then putting off the international signing period, which is currently scheduled for July. This is stupid. And what a shock. MLB continues to be the worst of the four professional franchises when it comes to actually handling this thing. Now, in the report from Bloom, he noted that, you know, one of the big things that is concerning for MLB teams heading into this is the money. Shock. Signing bonuses for draft prospects total about $400 million annually, according to Bloom. So, I mean, given they don't want to pay the employees, how can they be expected to pay employees that they don't even know? I'm I'm getting really, really sick of this out of MLB. Because everyone knows that the owners are not hard up for cash. Everyone knows baseball took in its highest amount of revenue... In the last couple seasons, yeah, the TV ratings are down, but fans are still coming in through the gates and are still giving them money. 
So don't play poor. It's getting really old and it's not an excuse that holds water in this day and age. Now, there, the other reason is, oh, well, the players are going to have another year to, to impress us and, and, and we can further evaluate them. Again, you don't want to pay for the year of evaluation. You don't want to pay a player that you don't have any idea about. It's why they want to eliminate all those minor league teams. Like, why are we paying people who never make it? That's not the freaking point. You are paying these guys of what they could be. You are paying for potential. It's the same reason why I pay for MLB TV. I'm paying for the potential of my team to be good and the potential of my enjoyment of it. And my potential enjoyment of talking about it on this podcast. People pay a lot for potential. Heck, that's relationships. You pay a lot of money on dates to see what a potential partner is like and if all of a sudden you're just like "Mm, i i i don't see the potential then yeah you cut them at that time but you're not gonna go to a bar look at them and like well i talked to you for 10 seconds and i don't want to make a commitment and spend a bunch of money that i could ultimately use on buying myself a jet ski that's not how life works if life worked like like a freaking crystal ball, then obviously whoever had that power would be rich. But again, not the point. It's just more money grubbing from these owners in a time when you really cannot cry poor. And again, it it's just, it's lazy and it's frustrating and it makes me wonder why. Like, I, I used to be a big NFL fan, but then the owners started doing shady things, and I'm like, why am I watching this? I still do fantasy football because it's a good way for me to make money. But um, now MLB can't just do this. They need approval of the players' union before they make such a change. And that, that includes the international signing period, which they are more than willing to keep that because they can get international signing players cheaper than college players because college players demand money. But it's going to be very hard for the players to do so according to Bloom because managers can just say, oh, it's a national emergency and and we we need to do it. And the players can't really go to the labor relations board because guess what? Baseball owners are very conservative and they have a lot of Republican friends. So it's, it's really, really going to be tough if MLB decides to go that route. And it's not fair. It's not, it's not fair to those college players. It's not fair to those high school players who were, who were kind of banking on that money and, and banking on that one potential boost they get for their career because as as we've seen minor leaguers aren't getting paid they're expected to play basically for the love of the sport i mean it's why emily walden is working her teeth off trying to find as many jobs for these minor leaguers as she can she actually has to get a friend to help her build a website because she has so many requests coming in i'm hoping to talk to emily at some point because we we've had good conversations in the past but you know Again, why is she doing this? And and why are you taking money out of the hands of people who need it? Like, you could say, oh, well, we want, we want an extra year. 
how's that going to help Adley Rushman? How's that going to help Spencer Torkelson? How's that, how's that going to help the guys who are already there? What if what if Rushman goes out there and all of a sudden gets gets a torn ACL, running out of grounder? That's not great for Adley Rushman, isn't it? That extra year didn't help him. No, it just ultimately costs him money, and that's what this move does. It costs players money for millionaires and billionaires who don't want to help when the chips are down. And, you know, I hope people remember this and I hope people treat them with the respect that they deserve and that they've earned with all their piles of money. Like, it's just, like, I know, I know the NCAA is waiving the eligibility penalty so they can play next year. And if you think about it, a draft loaded with twice the amount of players works out very well for the Blue Jays who would have the fifth pick. Because all of a sudden you're you're combining both classes and then, oh, Kumar Rocker is there. Hmm, how'd that happen? So, there, there is a, a bit of an advantage that, admittedly, I'm reeling against. But... It's it's about what is best for the sport and it's what's best for the players. Because, again, no one is going to watch um, the Wilpons just lord over things from their box. No one's going to an event to watch Ed Rogers just, you know, take in a game. We're going to watch the players. And if you keep jerking them around like this, eventually Tommy Pham's worst fear is going to come to pass and there will be a work stoppage. And it will be even more costly for these owners. Because if you go back-to-back outages, I I don't know how quickly MLB can come back without, you know, juicing the balls or or trying to contrive another random record chase and I don't think they have the records to do that anymore so that's that's what I'm frustrated about and we are going to talk about some positive things in the second half of the program positive I guess is a is a light term in this case but you know what's really positive with things the sponsor of this podcast because if you hate stepping on a scale, and I know I do because I'm fat, that's why I'm on a diet right now, but you know what? That's just because you haven't met the right scale. Withings made the first smart scale, and they're still the best at it. Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus Scale the best overall smart scale in 2020. And if you're looking to lose weight like I am, you need willpower, but you also need to have the right tools. And Withings Smart Scales are known for durability and a very user-friendly design. You just step on and data from every time you step on syncs automatically to the free app that you can get for iPhone or Android. Um, and you can use it via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. A lot of Smart Scales, they don't have that Wi-Fi option, but you do if you get that Withings Smart Scale. And it will give you weight, full body composition, your weight trend, even the weather, just because it can. It can support up to eight different users and even tell who's who stepping on. So right now, 
you can get 25% off a Whiffing's Body Plus scale right now. That's that's how much we have to emphasize it. We say right now twice at Whiffing's.com. It's a very limited time offer. So go to Whiffing's.com. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB. You get 25% off that Body Plus Body Composition scale. So that's withings.com slash MLB to get that discount and start losing weight. Like, hopefully I am. Hopefully. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I told you we're going to go positive. This is hopefully positive. So... I have been playing through Out of the Park Baseball 21 in order to try and get it ready for the test run that I hope to do starting next Thursday. That'll be March the 26th when they were set to open the season against Boston. I will be playing that game. And then any subsequent game until baseball comes back, I will be playing it on that program. I will be broadcasting it on Twitch. And hopefully at least giving some baseball content in a very dark time. So I wanted to just do a little overview of what I have to work with according to the fine people at Out of the Park Development. So I loaded up my franchise with the Blue Jays. Now, one of the first things you see is the goals that they give you. And this is, this is where I start to have some issues with the setup so far. Obviously, it's not going to matter in the end because hopefully I'm only doing like a couple months of this. But when you look at the demands of the owner, Edward S. Rogers III, he wants close to 500 ball this season. I think we all want that. That's fine. He wants an upgrade at catcher this season, which I would argue you have Danny Jansen and Danny Jansen looked pretty good. So I wouldn't be looking to upgrade him. However, he seems to be dead set on getting someone better than Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. And I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Then by next season, he wants an MVP award winner. And it, it actually gives you a recommendation on it. And its closest recommendation is Travis Shaw. So hopefully I can homegrown someone to fulfill that otherwise I'm just gonna pay out for um oh I can trade the twins for Donaldson in a in a bit I'm sure then build a top six minor league system in four seasons and then reach the playoffs in the next five seasons so modest goals there but one of the other other things that makes it a little interesting is the roster layout to start this franchise. So again, I know they're going off whatever data they get from spring training. And there are a couple things with the lineups that are a little off. First of all, Ronnie Telez is batting second as the DH, while Kevin Biggio is batting seventh. That that does not fly at all. I mean that that shouldn't that shouldn't even be a consideration. They have Randall Gretchik playing in right field and Teoscar Hernandez as a starting center fielder. Again, that's not how that's going to work in real life. 
when I do do the simulation, I am going to set that so it is fixed. Um, but other than that, I mean, the lineup's fine. Brandon Drury's not in the majors to start this, so I'm pretty sure fans are happy about that. And then you get to the pitching, which is interesting to say the least. First of all, to the delight of Blue Jay fans everywhere, Nate Pearson is their number two. I'm not sure I want to change that when I actually start this up, because honestly, if I had my way, Nate Pearson would be with the club from the beginning, like Chris Paddock was last year for San Diego. But we'll see. He's got a 100 pitch count limit per game. I understand that. So their starting rotation goes Ryu, Pearson, Yamaguchi, Shoemaker and Roark. And if you listen to that, you might notice there's one name missing. And this is probably the biggest grievance any Blue Jay on this roster has with the way this is set up. And that's including AJ Cole being assigned to New Hampshire. Chase and like they give us they give a star rating, like one to five stars. You can actually get a half star as a rating. Chase Anderson's a one. He is currently ticketed for middle relief, according to that game. Um, Trent Thornton and Julian Merriweather are currently on that major league roster and scheduled for long relief. Jacob Wag is back as middle relief. And then, yeah, it's Giles, Dolis, and Miller. Justin Miller making up the back end. So, obviously, the, um, the, pitching staff is going to need a little reworking to get it closer to what I think Ross Atkins, Mark Shapiro, Charlie Montoyo had in mind. But yeah, it's just, um, it's just really ugly for Chase Anderson. And like, I, I started doing like a, a test run, a test franchise just to see what kind of glitches I would have to overcome. Uh, only one player has been injured in those first four games that I played. And that was Chase Anderson. He's out for four weeks with an elbow strain. Although, one one thing I can tell you that I did. I'll, I'll actually go over this a little more tomorrow. Let, let's call it a tease for tomorrow's episode. I do have free reign on transactions. I've been making liberal use of those transactions. I've signed a couple players that are familiar and I traded Brandon Drury. I will reveal who the AI-generated GM was that said, hey, I want Brandon Drury on my team. And what the package was that came back in that test run. And it'll it'll serve as a framework for how I plan on doing, like, transactions during the stream. I'm, I'm spoiler alert gonna be relying on you but it's it's actually pretty interesting and when I start doing the actual simulation I'm gonna be interested to see if if that comes about again so we shall see that's your spoiler alert for tomorrow find out who Brandon Trey got traded for um spoiler it was a package deal to to move Drury so there you go. 
Anyway, until we get to that point, just a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And that will be the base for what I'm kind of doing with this project to get you any kind of Blue Jays content I can. You can subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, however you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode because we will be going throughout this until they tell me no. I'll be on the air. And follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And we will be back tomorrow with those details that I teased a bit and some more initial impressions of the roster. And if MLB does something stupid again, we'll be talking about it. So now that we've reached the end of this episode, you know, if you want to keep going, feel free to head over to Locked On MLB. Just tell your smart device, hey, insert name of smart device, because I'm not shilling for anyone not giving me money. Play Locked On MLB. And that will get you Sully and his hilarious takes on baseball, which I think we all need at this time. So do that. And until tomorrow, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jsfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.